Good morning and welcome to our service for the Burn and Benefice for this Sunday, the 15th of November, which is the second Sunday before Advent. After a short musical introduction, our service will begin. the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, The first commandment is it, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, Love your neighbour as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven, and to bring us to eternal life. Let us then confess our sins in penitence and in faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments, 
and to live in love and peace with all. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought, in word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And so the collect for this Sunday, the second Sunday before Advent. Heavenly Father, whose blessed Son was revealed to destroy the works of the devil and to make us the children of God and heirs of eternal life, grant that we, having this hope, may purify ourselves even as he is pure, that when he shall appear in power and great glory, we may be made like him in his eternal and glorious kingdom, where he is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading is from the prophecy of Zephaniah, chapter 1. Be silent before the Lord God, for the day of the Lord is at hand, and the Lord has prepared a sacrifice, he has consecrated his guests. At that time I will search Jerusalem with lamps, and I will punish the people who rest complacently on their dregs. Those who say in their hearts, The Lord will not do good, nor will he do harm. Their wealth shall be plundered, and their houses laid waste. Though they build houses, they shall not inhabit them. Though they plant vineyards, they shall not drink wine from them. The great day of the Lord is near. Near and hastening fast, the sound of the day of the Lord is bitter. The warrior cries aloud there. That day will be a day of wrath, a day of distress and anguish, a day of ruin and devastation, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and thick darkness, a day of trumpet blast and battle cry against the fortified cities and against the lofty battlements. I will bring such distress upon people that they shall walk like the blind, because they have sinned against the Lord, their blood shall be poured out like dust, and their flesh like dung. Neither their silver nor their gold will be able to save them on the day of the Lord's wrath, 
in the fire of his passion full and he will make of all the inhabitants of the earth. Here ends the first reading. The second reading is from Paul's first epistle to the Thessalonians, chapter 5. Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers and sisters, you do not need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night, when they summon, and there will be no escape. But you, beloved, are not in darkness for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. So then, let us not fall asleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep sleep at night, and those who are drunk get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober and put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has destined us not for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live with him. Therefore encourage one another, and build up each other, as indeed you are doing. Here ends the second reading. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, It is if a man going on a journey summoned his slaves and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. The one who had received the five talents went off at once and traded with them and made five more talents. In the same way, the one who had the two talents made two more talents. But the one who had received the one talent went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. The one who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five more talents, saying, Master, you handed over to me five talents. See, I have made five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one with two talents also came forward, saying, Master, you handed over to me two talents. See, I have made two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. 
You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the one who had received the one talent also came forward, saying, Master, I knew that you were a harsh man, reaping where you did not sow, and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here, have what is yours. But his master replied, You wicked and lazy slave. You knew, did you, that I reap where I did not sow, and gather where I did not scatter? Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and on my return I would have received what was my own with interest. For to all those who have more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. As for this worthless slave, throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is the second Sunday of Advent, but because last week was Remembrance Sunday, this is the first look, really, that we take at the Advent theme. And the question is, what do we think happens, or will happen, when the Lord comes? Zephaniah, as befits an Old Testament prophet, is unambiguous. That will be a day of wrath. A day of distress and anguish, a day of ruin and devastation, a day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and thick darkness. Uh, now, I must say right now, in the middle of our second lockdown, this may be the last thing we want to hear. It contrasts greatly with our usual more excited approach at this time of year. Zephaniah was writing between 604 and 609 BC. He was a contemporary of Jeremiah, and so we find him writing just a little bit before the fall of Jerusalem and the beginning of the exile. He foresees then the coming of the Babylonians who will drag people from houses, streets, sewers and tombs where they have been hiding. Or as he colourfully puts it, at that time... I will search Jerusalem with lamps. Why, though, does Zephaniah write like this? It seems to me that he is the 6th century BC equivalent of the graphic images which, for a while at least, appeared on cigarette packets. Some of you may remember them. They were horrible pictures of diseased lungs. Reform, says Zephaniah or all these bad things will happen to you. Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians has five chapters. And it's interesting to note that the final verse of each and every chapter ends with a reference to the second coming of Christ. So, for example, chapter 1 ends by saying, Jesus, who rescues us from the coming wrath, and at the end of the chapter we've heard this morning, which is chapter 5, he says, May God himself, the God of peace, himself, sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and body be kept sound 
and blameless at the coming of our Lord, Jesus Christ. And so here is the difference. There is still the unmistakable imagery of impending tribulations. We hear him say, when they say there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them, as labour pains come upon a pregnant woman, and there will be no escape. And again, just as in the Old Testament with Zephaniah, there is a warning of darkness to come. But this time, the cigarette packet has two pictures. Yes, the inescapable, diseased lung of sin. The warning is still there. But also a brighter, clear picture of healed tissues brought about by Jesus Christ, who came, lived among us and died for us that we might be clean. When Advent actually comes in a week or so time, we will give even more emphasis to our waiting. And this is what we are waiting for. Not the day of darkness, but the day of light. And so we wait not with the foreboding of the Old Testament prophets, but with the anticipation of the New Testament prophets. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, True God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the Scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, we bring your church to you, praying for those who lead us in these times, as well as for the so many who work quietly to help your church be a presence in the world, serving you very often in unseen ways, but bringing your light to others. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we pray for the world as it struggles with all the effects of the pandemic, medical, physical, mental, and spiritual. 
We thank you for the developments towards a vaccine and for the hope it brings us all. Be with those evaluating its effectiveness and with those planning the way of best using it. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, as we are focused on the near question of COVID-19, let us not forget those parts of your world which are ravaged by war. Thinking presently of northern Ethiopia and the fighting and the loss of life which is happening there. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for our schools and colleges and for the great efforts being made to educate our young, for the teachers and the lecturers who find themselves working in difficult and unfamiliar ways. We pray for the patience of the students and of their well-being. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we do bring to you all who suffer, whether in mind or body or spirit, asking that you draw alongside them in their troubles and afflictions, and that you be with those who diagnose, treat and nurse the sick, giving them your discernment and your healing touch. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We thank you for those who have loved and who have shared their lives here on earth with us. We think of friends and families who have recently lost loved ones, as well as people approaching the anniversary of such a loss. In this benefice, we remember particularly Mary Lloyd, Ray Thomas and Joyce Scholes. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, help us to be mindful more of things heavenly than of things earthly, so that we may love those things that you have taught us to love, and not those which are only temporary. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And now we join together in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, <coughs> and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Our closing hymn this morning is O Valiant Hearts, recorded by the SATB group uh, from St Clement's Overy uh, last week.
and so we come to our blessing. May the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you, be with all those you love, and remain with you always. Amen.